0: And we are live. Assalamu alaikum warahmatullahi wabarakatuh. Welcome back to the Three Muslims, the realest channel in the dunya. How are you two doing?
1: Walaikum salam, alhamdulillah, alhamdulillah, doing good, man. How are you?
0: Alhamdulillah, I know. What about you? Alhamdulillah, bro. Alhamdulillah, man. You, you're a little people, bit tired, people
2: today. Go, aren't you? People are going to say something about me being tired. People always, to...
0: people always say something about you. I don't know what it is, boys. But, uh you know, just so we don't have to make this longer than it has to be, bro, because I know you're tired, you want to get some sleep, I say we just go right into it. Okay. Bismillah. And, guys, if you made it this far, 150 viewers in the stream, mashallah, smash that like button right now. Let's get at least 500 likes while we're still live, inshallah, to help the algorithm. And let's jump right into it.
3: they are all, like, having, uh, cro- dropping crosses, And their album covers it on screen. They they use Satan to promote their music. It's anti-Christian in the West is a fun thing that people use. It's an aesthetic choice. But I like the fact that Islam doesn't tolerate any of that. And I I think that most Islamic people have their heads screwed on properly where they have a sense of guidance that they can follow that keeps their morality in check. I just grew up with this stuff, right? Like. I guess having a russian mom especially the
4: place where i'm from in russia is also um you know my entire family is muslim my name's Imam. it's arabic so you know that was just the way i was raised from a young age so yeah how islamic are you well not very um yeah you drink in, stuff yeah, like that haram it. i need a haram button yeah drinking bro I, coming here because in in dubai you don't really get good bacon
3: so you eat pork too yeah
4: yeah
3: good but do you how often do you pray do you go to the mosque
4: i pray but i don't go to mosque so i i pray every day yeah and i believe in god it's just uh it's a lot to follow i don't prescribe to religion yet
3: okay yeah i'm exactly bro we it will come to you
4: yeah when you're ready i'm
3: guessing let me guess because we've agreed were you an atheist for like
4: Never. In your teen years never, never? never.
3: fuck never. that's the
4: only thing Bro right. never never so you've never I, been an right. atheist I, I was seven or eight years old literally praying to god
3: you never had you never had like an edgy atheist never. phase never okay
4: cool i was called atheist even in school i used to call atheist idiots yeah i'm like yeah yeah yeah, yeah. yeah I'm, I'm sure we came from the fucking big bang so what, was what do you think about evolution no i, I like, like evolution like i i don't know i just i don't believe it bunch of garbage i uh Look, there's things that I I know for a fact and I'm just so well educated on. For example, the jib jab, right? Um, And there's stuff like evolution, I just haven't looked into that. Like, for example, stuff like, you know, the weather changing, right? Like that, I I just know for a fact that's a scam, right? Recycling is a scam too, right? It's also a scam, yes. Uh, Uh, In Minecraft. Yeah, in Minecraft. So, yeah, that's that. But when it comes to evolution... I haven't done much research on it, but, yeah, look, I believe in God, so I don't particularly believe that we all came from a fucking Big Bang, and then we evolved from monkeys, and or, or, (laughs) it's funny when you look at, like, those, like, Nat Geo things, and it's like, we we actually evolved from a tadpole that became a a whale that then became a bird that then became, like, yeah, no. How
3: do you want to be when you have kids? I've been thinking about this one a lot.
0: I man, you look like you're ready to go in. I
1: just, I don't know, I, I found that funny. They said recycling is a scam. <laughs> I just, thought, I, I don't know, I thought that's funny. It's lot, but um, uh, I don't really know what to say, to be honest. Uh, his name is Iman, mashallah, that's true. His, his, his family is Muslim. The whole thing about it'll come to you when you're ready is, okay, Alhamdulillah, that's good, that's good. I don't think it's really bad, but at the same time, it's like, it's, it's right in your face, it's right there. Islam is right there, it's in your face, it's so clear. Um i just wanna i just wanna talk to them inshallah i I just want mm-hmm. you know to discuss Islam with them inshallah I don't know what's holding them back to be completely honest
2: they're in person together yeah
0: they were they were before uh sneaker went to Romania
2: mm-hmm. Bro, it's kind of weird if you're looking at it, it's almost as if um it's almost like they were cropped in. Cause Nico's like just like looking straight off into the camera the entire time.
0: Mm. Did you see that comment, bro? Uh,
2: what did it say? Someone
0: that must be put in a museum. Well,
2: Why? It's not. It's not that special, bro.
0: Charizard looks like he needs a Scooby Doo. <laughs> Bro, these comments have me rolling, bro. Half the people here don't even know why you're called Charizard, bro. But if you know, you know. Isn't Scooby Snack that thing that gives you like that power up?
2: I don't even remember what a Scooby Snack was. I remember what Scooby-Doo was, but not a Scooby Snack.
0: Mm-hmm. Wasn't down.
2: that like um, like a uh, edible?
0: I think so, bro. Low-key? Yeah. Hard writes, uh, Are you guys from Canada? No, but we will be soon. All three of us, inshallah. Um Ramesh writes, when is Iman featuring? So I got in touch with Iman and we decided that we are going to be doing an in-person episode um either with him in Dubai next year or he's gonna come to Canada next year. Um I did then kind of tell him, okay, but what about like a stream? Can we do a stream like sooner than that? You know, and I just haven't heard back from him. Inshallah when I know you guys will know. Uh, I think that would be pretty amazing. Um just to kind of tap into, you know, a lot of the things in his mind and why he thinks the way he thinks. Um, particularly about things not just related to business because, you know, being a multimillionaire, um, you know, him being a multimillionaire and only worrying about investing and his agency and, you know, crypto and a lot of these things that he's doing. Most people that do interview him, they do tap into a lot of these avenues. But for me, and I'm sure the other brothers can agree on this, that we would like to talk about some non-money related things too, particularly about his journey with Islam or just God and religion and kind of bring them home if we can inshallah
1: inshallah inshallah i think it would be good man i really think it would be good because a lot of the time these people their atmosphere is so un-islamic it's it's so ungodly in general it's just so secular it's so materialistic it's so consumeristic so when they're around these people you know that's all they hear that's all they see so that's all they care about i think inshallah it might be refreshing to get on a podcast with people we're going to talk about God, going to talk about Islam, going to talk about religion. We're going to talk about proper morals, proper values, and things that really, really matter, and just get away from this, this you mm. know, the this stress of this this dunya, to be completely honest. Mm. But I, I like that Iman was never an atheist. I think, alhamdulillah, I think that's... That's
0: uh, that called Sneeko off guard, bro. Yeah,
1: yeah. Because I think Sneeko wants to, you know, he wants to be able to really relate to him in that way. Because he could relate to Tristan Tate in the way that, you know, they were both atheistic at one point and they both came to the conclusion that it doesn't make sense. Atheism is not logically feasible. There needs to be a God that kind of brought everything into existence in the way that it exists today. I think that's a very logical thing to, to assert. I think that's beautiful. They just need the, the next step. They need the next push. That Okay, God created everything that exists. He created human beings with this intellectual capacity. He must have sent some kind of guidance or, or message or something
0: to instruct us mm-hmm. what our purpose is on earth you know mm-hmm. no, i agree bro i agree um i saw this comment bro from jupiter writing greetings from poland no muslims in the 200 kilometer radius bro mashallah TabarakAllah. um and then i want i want one of y'all to address this this comment someone writes bro imagine being muslim and thinking that you still have to find the truth
2: rami bro so imagine, we were born muslim. imagine being born muslim
0: yeah mm-hmm. yeah rami bro we we were born muslim
1: yeah
0: we kind of still had to find the truth or let Allah guide us later yeah. in our life. Yeah, yeah. It's it is it is
1: sad in my opinion that you know mm. at the same time, like what does born Muslim mean? Born into a Muslim family? You know, that doesn't necessarily mean you're born upon Islam and practicing Islam. We're still mm-hmm. also, you know, born into a secular liberal society. We go to secular liberal schools, we learn secular liberal values. So how are we not born, you know, secular liberals? Mm. And that's that's mm-hmm. essentially what happens.
0: Yeah, bro, we, we grew up here learning the same things you guys are learning, being fed the same stuff in school that you guys have been fed. Um, so at the end of the day, you know, Allah can judge that, you know?
1: And I hope people know that's, a, that's the whole point of secular liberalism. The secular part, that's the whole point of it. They didn't make it some kind of like atheistic liberal liberalism. They made it secular liberalism. So you can have your religion, Right. And a Christian and a Muslim and a Jew and a Hindu and a Buddhist and all these different beliefs can all come together in one agreement, which is that no religion triumphs the other. No you know, religious view can triumph the other. We all unite upon this one kufur, disbelieving ideology, which is liberalism, that hmm. everyone should just do whatever makes them feel good. That's the whole point of liberalism. So no matter mm. who you are, Muslim, Christian, Jew, whatever, you all go to the same schools, learn the same stuff, and yeah. are taught the same exact things and taught to be the same exact way.
0: Mm, I agree. I think the the commenter agrees on that too. Alhamdulillah. Uh, At first like, I said
3: 25 uh, and now I'm 24 and now I'm saying 30. Fuck that. Like if,
4: uh, like if all things go to plan, maybe 38. 38? Yeah. Oh, you got a lot
3: of time. Yeah. Sometime. oh good for you yeah. uh can you ask uh imam what his idea of god is i want to explain mine i want to see how much it aligns with you okay. my idea of god is very broad mm. i don't like the idea that god is a man in the sky like that that this is what i don't it never made any sense that god would be a person like if mm. people are saying like oh you think god is gender fluid no i don't even think god is a is a person at all mm. i think god is like this is something sounds corny but it's like i think god is like the ocean or mm-hmm. sometimes when the the breeze hits the trees in a certain way mm-hmm. or when you feel love and you feel that connection with somebody else, there's God right there. God is everything good. God is just love, is good. It's a connection. It's how everybody is has some sort of connection. It's like when birds all fly in the same direction or when there's karma that you know is real. When something happens to your friend from across the country and you feel it, well, that's God. God is
4: like an all-knowing energy and it's hard to describe God because it's so... Look when you're Do you pray? Yeah Look when you pray you, Not you, enough When you pray you experience what God is right And it's, it's something bigger than yourself And you basically It's that feeling Look I, I feel as though you and I both have pretty big egos When you pray And when you're really tapped into you, Divine you energy You let go of your ego Your ego's gone Because you realize that you're dealing with something that's It's greater big, than you Greater than you Yeah Right and it's all knowing energy yep. So for me that's you know That's my experience of God
3: I didn't think you had a big ego. I've heard yeah. someone say that when you did the stream with Jordan. So I saw, I didn't watch the stream, but I saw someone in the comments.
0: Hmm. Person in the sky. How does, I don't know how that sits right with anyone, bro, to be honest.
1: Yeah. Yeah, actually, there's a few points. Actually, bro, I'm so tired. I had to bring my notebook out so I can make my notebook don't forget everything because I've been forgetting everything recently. Bismillah. Um, the whole God is not a man in the sky Man, that's beautiful. That's beautiful that you know his fitra is intact, he knows that stuff, subhanallah. Even Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala he says, you know, in the Quran, uh, Kul huwa Allahu ahad, Allahu Samad, lam yalad, walam Yulad, كُفْوًا أَحَدُ That that phrase ahad, there's nothing like unto him. And um uh, basically all throughout Islam you see that we cannot anthropomorphize Allah, we cannot assign you know uh, human attributes or animalistic attributes or physical attributes. To Allah ta'ala mm-hmm. and say, he is like a man or he is like this or that or anything like that. Even like in Judaism, you know, the first commandment, here is your Lord God is one. And I think the second one is he does not resemble anything in the, in the ocean, anything on earth or anything in the sky. You know, so imagine saying God is a man in the sky. You know what I mean? Like a man who, like a man that walks on earth, but he's in the sky. Like it's, Allah, it's crazy. And um, the whole talk about, you know, God is not, you know, he's not non-binary and that stuff. Just he's not even really, I forget the word he used, but like you you can't assign any gender to God at all because he's not like a man. Bro, Allah, I love that he mentioned that. I actually had a discussion with people on TikTok that were trying to say Allah is non-binary, technically, because he's not man or woman. I'm like, that phraseology is so illogically incoherent. And the reason for that is because the whole point of non-binary is that you have the capacity to be male or female, but you are neither or you, you are a combination of both. Not that mm. you're not a biological being at all. So it's so incoherent that people say these things. So I'm glad that he mentioned that because it shows his fitrah is intact. And the last thing I want to say is the whole thing of, you know, God is like the, you know, the, the, the leaves flowing because of the wind and all that stuff and the ocean and all this, the nature that he's mentioning. You know, when I first listened to that, I'm like, bro, that sounds like some shirk. That sounds some, like some messed up stuff. But if you think about it, all he's saying is that, you know, he's doing what the Qur'an tells him to. Do they not see how Allah raised the, the sky, the, you know, the heavens? Do they not see how Allah placed mm-hmm. the mountains firm? Do they not see or think about how Allah created the she-camel? You know, how she was constructed? Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala tells us, look at the world. Look at the creation. And that's exactly what Sanneko doing. He looks at the world. He sees the creation. And he's like, how could this come without something? so great, so grand. If all this beautiful nature exists in such a beautiful, you know, co- coherent and, and, and just civilized manner, which we call nature, how mm. could it come from something that is random? That's not possible. And mm. I think that is truly, again, beautiful, mashallah. What do you guys
0: think? Brother Anho, what about you?
2: I don't have any input. I mean, that was beautifully said, bro. Alhamdulillah.
0: I think so too. Did you have times when, uh, before Islam, pre-Islam, in the Jahiliyyah, that you could relate to that? Like, your idea of God was was not just like a man in the sky? Like, you thought it was something more divine than something? So yeah, weird?
2: well, I mean, before I was Muslim, I, I saw Allah as, like, the origin that of which you, me, and everything else stems from. That's what I explained it as. When, I, when people would say, like, oh, what is God to you? This is what I would explain it. Um, hmm. And it's, I mean, that's kind of what it is. Hmm. That's kind of what Allah is, if you think about it. That's fair. Like we all stem from Allah, like Allah is the creator. Hmm. Uh, Anho, what,
0: what do you think about Brother Abdul writing? I swear Rami is so fine. Uh, Brother yeah, Ramich thinks honestly, of
2: the bro, He is pretty fine. I mean, I gotta withhold myself and keep the haram das to myself sometimes. <laughs>
0: Guys, this is not Allah
2: bless movie. him Allahumma, Allahumma, Allahumma,
0: Allahumma
3: barik. Like. I'm, I'm,
0: I'm, I'm about to I'm about to play the video, bro Before Ano gets out of pocket
3: Yeah, when you did the stream with Jordan So I saw I didn't watch the stream But I saw some of the, the comments People were saying yeah, well, When did you go. get rid of that vali- How did you get rid of that Validation seeking? I think a lot of guys watching this Are in that phase right now
4: I, I think uh, Yeah, I think, look There's a lot of people out there, you know, I totally understand. It. There's a lot of people out there where they want to be that guy, but they're not that guy yet. In 2019, even though I was making fucking millions of dollars a year, and I was a, you know, I made my first million dollars profit, you know, because a lot of guys talk in revenue as well. I made my first million dollars profit in a single year at the age of 18. So, crazy. you know, 2018, uh, 2019, I was, or 2018, I made my first million. 2019, I made 2 million, or, or right around, uh, almost 2 million. So, even though I was making millions a year, I still didn't feel like that guy. Like, I my, you know, my reality was there, but my identity didn't match up to it. So, yeah, you know, I think, uh, you know, once you're, once you walk this path long enough, you realize, okay, this is just me, right? Like, I don't need to prove anything anymore. Like, my accomplishments speak for themselves.
3: So what is your ego? I still have 10, 20% of that. When when does it come out? out? I haven't noticed it yet. I don't know, like, uh, I, when's the last example you could real life example you can give where you, where you thought back like man I probably shouldn't. Uh... Dude,
4: I, I, like I think. Uh... And Chad,
3: he doesn't take dumps on chicks. I'm saying that's people in Dubai. He doesn't do that. <laughs> How do you know that? He does yeah, do okay. it. Okay. <laughs> um, yeah. When's the last time it's it's come out and you've been like dude, man like, I should have checked it. I
4: don't know. Maybe like podcasts and stuff like that. You know, podcasts. Sometimes I'll come on podcasts and I still feel like maybe I've got something to prove. But also the thing is, I think sometimes I sound so bougie. And I think people think that I'm trying to sound bougie, but I don't know, I think as well it's like, just I grew up in London, you know, so I grew up around a lot of money. I just didn't, fuck, you know, me and my mom didn't have any. So I just think like, I don't know, especially for an American audience, I might come across pretty bougie. And, uh, you know, I get a, a, a trust fund a lot of times. And uh, it, it's so funny, I posted a screenshot when I was first moving to Dubai, when you open your company that they need to know your mom and your dad's name. Yeah. And uh, I messaged my mom, I was like, what's my dad's name? And she was You like, didn't even know? I don't know my dad's name. Wow. Right? And my my biological father was alcoholic abusive.
1: Wow, subhanAllah. That was a tough note to end that video off on man. <laughs> subhanallah, but um yeah. I May mean, Allah, you know, bless him and into kind of Islam Allah. But um Bro, the one thing that really stood out was he said when he made when he was making millions, he still didn't feel like that guy. Like my, my i was i don't know if he says it later but does he feel like that guy today you know with whatever i don't know how much he's making but with whatever he's making nowadays does he feel like that guy yet or is he never going to feel like that guy because i feel like a lot of people are chasing a dream thinking that when i make this much money i will feel like this and a lot of the time it's just not true because i was actually thinking about this re- i made a video on it actually the whole like um social solidarity and that stuff i won't say any trigger words here but Um, thoughts, feelings, and actions work in a triangle. And I was talking about thoughts in particular, but this kind of corresponds with feelings as well. People Mm -hmm. think thoughts are like a cloud that, you know, they fly by in the air and you know, they don't affect anyone. They don't affect anything, but just like clouds move in the sky and rain falls from the sky for very specific reasons and by very specific forces the thoughts that pop in your head and the way you feel and the way you feel about yourself are also caused by very specific things for very specific reasons. And a lot of the time it has nothing to do with what's outside, what's out there, you know, going out and and earning money to feel like a certain person. A lot of the time it has to do with who you are as a person. Mm -hmm. So if you change your beliefs about yourself and you change, um, uh, you know, your, your kind of philosophy in life, and you work towards achieving whatever that philosophy is, then you will think, feel, and act in that way, and you will feel like that person. And one good, clear, clear quick example is like the Prophet Muhammad, We work to be like him, right? We know Islamically, we worship Allah, we obey Allah, we want to be good servants of Allah. We have the blueprint, the Prophet, peace be upon him, he lived that life. We want to be like that. Firstly, it starts in your... Niyah, your, uh, you know, your basically your intention to God. And then once you have your aqidah, your belief set straight, you just try and act like the Prophet. And the more you do things because the Prophet did it and because they're good things to do, the closer you will feel to him, right? To, to being that mm-hmm. guy. And by the way, that guy is the Prophet. Peace and
0: blessings be upon him. Mm-hmm. SubhanAllah, man. SubhanAllah. SubhanAllah,
2: bro. What about you? No, bro. What about you?
0: No, I want to know, bro, because a lot of the conversations me and you have been having after you reverted to Islam is how, you know, your ego, and I don't, I don't, I hope this is not oversharing with the with the YouTube audience, but how your ego is genuinely something that you have gotten to come down after becoming a Muslim. And it reminds me of when Iman and Sneeko are talking about ego, and when you're in Salah, you know, where you're praying to God, because I don't know if they're doing Salah. I really don't. I can't just assume Iman is doing Salah, but praying however he, he says he is your ego is gone have you, have you had any relation with that um, aside from Salah after becoming Muslim that you want to share
2: mm. I mean I'd, I'd, honestly I'd agree with what Iman said where it's like I still feel like the ego is there hmm. and like it's, I don't think it's ever going to leave you know, like, I, I just, I do my best, man. I, I keep praying to Allah. I keep humbling myself, submitting myself. Um, I am finding that there are some cheat codes in this mm-hmm. game that we call life, the dunya. It's like, wallahi, bro, like, and, and Allah gives us the cheat codes, you know, for the most part. One of them, he says that it's, it's sadqa. Like you give Suqa, right like I'm sure if you guys notice this, maybe like at some point you you give someone something in charity, it might be like a smile or something like that, hmm. and when you give them that, it's like bro, like that immediately impacts you where it like softens your heart and makes you feel just like a, a little bit more like in that that state of gratitude, hmm. you know, and usually we're in that state of gratitude when we're at our lowest. And then when we're at the highest, it's like that state of gratitude is no longer there. And it's almost like a state of arrogance begins to take over. And then mm-hmm. it's only, it's not long before we get humbled. Like Allah humbles us. He strips something away to like bring us back down so that we can see like, ah, look, I was straying. I was, you know, falling away from this. So, mm. um, yeah, bro, just to like sum it all up, I think. We're all gonna have you go for the rest of our lives. It's just a matter of uh, keep bringing ourselves back to that humble mm. state.
0: Hmm, that's fair enough, bro. That's fair enough. Uh, I'm sure that Rami can can relate to that because I definitely can relate to that. But once you come into Islam, it's almost like knowing that there's someone—not someone—you know—I don't want them coming after me saying, "Yo, we called the law a law person, bro." Something, an entity, a deity that is so all-powerful and perfect, that is so above us, that when we we submit ourselves to him, to Allah, that act in and of itself, not only is it elevating Allah in our eyes and in our ranks and in our perception, but it's lowering ourselves. And I think that it makes us more grounded and level-headed when we interact with other people too. We're always coming from a place of not high and mighty anymore. You know what I mean? So I do agree with you that the ego is always there, but I think after all of us came back to Allah, that it's definitely been way more manageable. And Allah has been putting barakah in our lives to the point where it's not high and mighty anymore. Yeah. And just to add to that point Mm -hmm.
1: about submitting to Allah, like, for example, like, just to define wisdom, wisdom is putting something where it belongs, right? So, like, two pieces of of a puzzle together. You're not going to put the wrong piece with the wrong piece. That's not wise, right? I'm not going to put it, like... a a hat on my foot that's not where the hat goes that's unwise allah subhanahu wa ta'ala he created you for the purpose of worshiping and submitting to him meaning that like two puzzle pieces that fit properly you as a human being worshiping allah recognizing allah obeying him and submitting to him and everything he says is exactly the wisest thing to do and will yield the best result you will feel the best about yourself we are not created to deal with everything on our own. And we all know that. That's why we have social systems and societies. But not just physically and empirically and out in life, but internally and spiritually. We are created in a state of basically loss. Like Allah says, and thank you for the um, correction. It's not Alif, it's Ain. Indeed, mankind is in loss. Right? So, if you worship Allah and submit to Him, you will feel the best. And that's exactly what Allah says. He says, All those who believe, and whose hearts are content with the remembrance of Allah, Indeed, with the remembrance of Allah, the hearts find contentment. If you want to be content, if you want to be happy, if you
0: want to be chill, submit to Allah, and you will. It will be. Sha'Allah. Wonderful point to end it on. And uh, I say we carry on with the video. Once it is done, there's a segment from our our channel, our stream that we did with Sneeko. Guys, if you haven't made that uh, or watched that, link's in the description right now. Check that out once we're done this stream. Um, But there is a part that I wanted to highlight from the stream we did with Sneeko and see what you guys have to think about that. Because it is something that we commonly do here from a lot of DMs that we get on Instagram. You mentioned this a lot on some streams about Islam. And then if there was one religion that you identify the most with it would be Islam. Yeah. I hear this in a lot of stuff that Andrew Tate says, and a lot of people in the manosphere, it's always just talking good about Islam. If I had to bet on one religion, it would be Islam, but then they don't really do anything about it. So my genuine question to you is mm-hmm. where are you in terms of your views on Islam and your own personal journey with God?
3: I like the respect that Islam promotes, and I think in the West, I agree with Tate. I agree that, like, you could, the the comparison is that you can walk around uh, with the shirt that says Jesus is gay, and nobody will blink an eye. Like, and I've heard I've had one on one calls with people, and they said like Yeah, I'm going to a party that's it's twerking for Jesus," and I'm like, "What? Gee, that's and Jesus? Like, people being anti Christian is marketed as it's fun. It's something. It, it's like the rappers are all like having a cro- dropping crosses. And, the, and, the, and their album covers it on screen. They, they use Satan to promote their music. It's anti-Christian in the West is a fun thing that people use. It's an aesthetic choice. But I like the fact that Islam doesn't tolerate any of that. And I I think that most Islamic people have their heads screwed on properly where they have a sense of guidance that they can follow that keeps their morality in check, whereas a lot of other religions and other um, other, um Thought what do you like trains of thought it yeah. it can it could derail you, and I think a lot of people now use their political ideology as their religion, they use l g b t as their religion, they use like democratic party and it's just like that's not or they they adamantly believe in people and they they worship celebrities and politicians rather than God and I think the best if you're gonna follow something, it should be God, and in the west mm-hmm. it it hasn't been Christianity, and I personally grew up Catholic um just like on hell and catholicism i i've
0: okay so uh, what are your thoughts so far before i play the rest of the clip um I don't
1: really have many thoughts i mean i was there right so we had that conversation with them alhamdulillah mm. i think um I think it's I think he's right about the comparison between political ideologies and religious ideologies they're both just ideologies and they define who a person is and what they think and what they believe and how they act and all that stuff for sure um which goes to show by the way if you're raised secular liberal you will be secular liberal at heart until you you know kind of dig deep ideologically and question your ideological beliefs then you start from base one and and objectively try and look at what is the truth you know what is the most most true most accurate way to go and i think he's Mm -hmm. starting to do that i mentioned a few times i think the the main contentions i think the main two contentions he will have with islam is one proving god exists as an entity as a being that sent religious scripture so we can follow him that's one right proving god exists and two proving islam is that religion and the religion that should be followed which both are very easy they just need to be done you know what mm-hmm. I mean? I think I think in that's where he's at.
2: Hmm.
0: Yeah, I agree, bro. One
1: hundred
3: percent. Just seen a lot of hypocrisies in it, where like I we have something in in, in Catholicism, just confession. You sit down and then you, you you confess to the priest and you and then what, no matter what you did, even if you killed somebody, like you, you can literally confess a murder and be like, and talk about fucking out of wedlock, any sin. And the priest will say, "All right, say, say ten Hail Marys. Ten Our fathers, and you're good." And, and I sat in confession. It doesn't really sound like they're listening. I don't like it. The fact that they walk around with a donation basket. Um, I, I'm pretty sure it's it's the same with with the mosque. But like, the Christian church doesn't pay taxes. A lot of people profit off of it. There's a lot of pastors. Like even on YouTube, some of the most highest um, super chatted channels on YouTube are Christian pastors. And I've just seen the way that they flock to it. And it, it just seems false. And it seems like they, they worship a lot of false idols and people use Christianity for the wrong things, but Islam seems the most grounded and it seems like it promotes family values and conservative values and more than more than most people that I've I've spoken with. And especially the people that I admire the most, um, since I was a kid have all found is even people that did not grow up with Islam found Islam. People that I admire, like Dave Chappelle, Malcolm X and i respect those people a lot and i i would i like their trains of thought and i think that that's a good thing to follow it's it's not just the four wives thing it's not just the four wives but that that sounds good too do you do you believe in one god the truth is i want to more than i do I think with my platform now and the way things are going on in the West, I think it's important for me to promote believing in God. And I think it's a good train of thought for people to follow but there's a lot of people that listen to me. And I think that believing in God is the best, is the best train of thought to follow. But I, to be perfectly honest, I want to believe in it more than I actually do. Hmm.
0: This is something I really do want to highlight, bro, because what do you do with that, bro? What do you, cause don't like, I don't want anyone thinking that Sneeko's alone in this. This is something that a lot of people are dealing with. They want to believe in God more than they actually do. Um, so Rami, do you have any answer to that?
1: Yeah, I mean, I think the best answer is Sneeko, Habibi, get on the podcast, let's come, let's talk about God. We will demonstrate God exists. And the way, just think about it like this. How can you come to determine anything is true or anything exists? You would have to use evidence and proof to demonstrate that thing exists right for example that's what they try and do with evolution they try and prove evolution is true they look at certain they try and, and kind of determine evolutionary patterns they look at um how you know genetics evolve and how one species can evolve to another and they have you know macro and micro on a small scale with small uh, genetic mutations and then a big scale with many genetic mutations over a long span of time how one species can become another species and all of that stuff they have evidences that they try and use to, you know, push this forward. Same thing with, you know, um, I uh, with not Isaac Newman, with um, uh, Albert Einstein, his his theory, re, re, uh, relativity and gravity and so on and so forth. He like revolutionized everything. He changed everything, and he did it with his his evidences, his arguments. And I won't go into that too much. So same thing with God. You don't know God exists. You want to believe him. You're not sure. Look at the evidence. Look at the evidence. There's two ways to come to truth well three but two main ones one is induction which is you look at the evidences you look at the physical tangible empirical reality like he's been doing when he looks at the ocean and the leaves with the wind and all that stuff and he basically internally feels the fitrah telling him this has to come from god essentially it has to come from a creator and another one and that's what science is essentially induction and then you have deduction where you deduce that for example We know that you cannot have light without a light source, right? There's light in the room. You can see me. It's not pitch black. You guys know that this light's coming from a light source. You know there's lights in here. Correct or incorrect? Mm -hmm. Exactly. And you don't see my lights, but you see the result of the light. Same thing with the ocean. Mm -hmm. You know when you look at the ocean, the ocean has the bottom of the ocean. There's a floor. There's a bed of the ocean. Because if there was no floor, the water wouldn't be there. Right. That's Mm -hmm. deduction. The same way you have things that depend upon other things. You cannot have an infinite regression of things that depend upon other things. Therefore, there must be something that does not depend upon anything. And that's very simplistic. And I know he's going to say, why can't that be the universe? And this is where I say, get on a call, get on a live stream. Let's talk about it. I will demonstrate it to you live in front of everyone. Why it can't be the universe? why the universe would just be another contingent thing that needs something to define it, and so on and so forth. But that's how you prove God. You look at the evidences. It's actually very, very simple. You just have to go to the right places and learn the right things.
0: Alhamdulillah. Alhamdulillah. Anho, Rami, you guys free Tuesday at noon. Let me see. I'm asking you guys this live, bro. We'll bring the viewers on this. I don't know. What about you? It should be like 6 p.m. your time. Inshallah. Alhamdulillah. Then I will say this, not a big announcement or anything, just for the 200 people that made it here. We will be live, inshallah, on Tuesday with Brother Ali Dawah. Um, we're going to be going in into the situation in Iran, you know, with the hijab protests and all that. Um, or some other topic, you know, nothing's fixed yet, nothing's firm yet. Um, but a lot of stuff that we can talk about um, with Brother Ali Dawah a lot of activism and stuff like that inshallah so I'll speak into that but I think that's honestly all we have to say about this stream unless uh, one of you brothers has anything else to say
1: on the Ali Dawah stream or on this Siniko no no no
0: stream? on on this uh, thing with Sneeko and Iman Gadzi aside from you know may Allah guide them both and and you know just make it clear to them because a lot of times it is clear but some people just they have uh, a veil in front of them bro as you say yeah.
1: Yeah. um, I think I've said enough, man. I talked a lot.
0: <laughs> I low-key kind of want to react to a video with you guys, so I don't know if you just want to do it now. It's really wow, in the, the stream.
1: Okay, what's the video,
0: though? It's uh, it's this video that's been going viral. It's uh, a magician who says that uh, they can't, they can't. Do
1: it on Muslim. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I didn't watch it, but I heard about that. Okay, let's do it then, Bismillah. All right. I could keep talking while. Um... you yeah, keep talking, bro. I'm just gonna download it real quick, right, I'll take some. Uh, I'll take some comments here. There was one person that said I mixed two surahs of the Quran. I wasn't, I wasn't like reciting verse by verse in order. I was talking about uh, Surah al asr and I was talking about the fact that mankind is in loss. And then on another point, I was talking about if you want contentment, then. Uh, basically, remember Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, it will grant you contentment. They are from two different surahs for sure, but I wasn't like reading in, uh, in order. Please bring back Faraz Zahabi, inshallah, invite Muhammad Najab, inshallah. Also, people are talking about certain things and if it's haram and halal, guys, don't give... Fatawa, uh, don't give fatwas, don't give rulings in the comments, please, uh, unless you, you definitely know um, what the ruling is, especially if there's a difference of opinion on the matter. Don't just yell out one, one thing, um, unless you're going to include that this is the majority opinion or something like that. On the topic you guys are asking about, um, there's a difference of opinion, um, not so much on the totality of it, but in certain cases, when it's allowed, when it's not allowed. Um, For example, there's a hadith that mentions that uh, basically after 40 days, that's when the soul is put into the baby, into the embryo, essentially. So some scholars say that before the 40th day, there's no soul inside that baby, right? Um, Other scholars say if if the mother's at risk, then then it's okay to go through with it. And again, there's a difference of opinion. The best thing for you to do is go ask your scholar, inshallah, go ask your sheikh. If you're curious about it, go ask your teachers and your sheikh about it. Yes. We will be held accountable for thing, the things we say. May Allah protect us. Allahumma ameen.
0: Amin. Person is drunk. He... All right. And it's locked and loaded. Let me know when you guys are ready to start.
1: All right. There's one more thing I want to talk about. Listen, I'm not going to go into the whole discussion, but what is the punishment for not wearing hijab and is it a sin? It is a sin to not wear hijab, but there is no shari- there's no shari punishment as far as I know. As far as I know. Again, this is and, like and, and definitely question. the to delete
0: someone. That's not the punishment, bro. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. This is the fiqh question. To go get the ruling, go ask the Shaykh. I've never heard of any punishment for not wearing hijab, uh, especially because what is hijab? Hijab just means covering. Men have a hijab too, just not the hijra mm-hmm. scarf specifically. And there is no had capital punishment for it at all. So what's going on in that part of the world with all that stuff is completely haram. It is completely mm-hmm. haram. I'm not saying it's halal to burn hijabs. It's not. I'm not saying it's halal to take off hijabs. It's not. It's haram. It's a grave sin, 100%. But they're both, they're both basically idiots. Both sides are, are stupid. They need to come back to Islam.
0: Hmm.
1: All right. Bismillah.
5: When a person is drunk, he…
6: Yes, definitely.
5: Does the amount of alcohol matter?
6: Sure. If a person is drunk, he sleeps, he has no control over himself, he loses awareness, so he's already vulnerable. Basically, alcohol lowers vibrations instantly, then it is easier to work, it is easier to attach an entity, and it is easier to take possession of a person's mind.
5: Does it mean that it's more difficult to influence a person if he keeps his thoughts in purity?
6: Yes, absolutely. When faced with various religions, it is very difficult to influence Muslims. They are in a constant connection with the aggregor. They do namaz every day and read prayers on a daily basis. They are constantly under some kind of a dome, so it is very difficult to influence them. When you start impacting a person, he begins to address in a prayer. Indeed, many of them are very different from those who come to church only when everything is bad in their life. They come to pray and then for five years they forget about God, some canons, and so on. Muslims, as a rule, passionately believe and passionately give energy to their aggregor. And this aggregor protects them very well. That...
0: Right, bro, I got a question before we even continue the rest of the video. What is this aggregor? Yeah, I
2: was going to ask that too. I is that is that what she's referring to is God?
0: Let me let me let me search this up, bro. I have no idea. I mean you can take over the floor while I search
1: this up. Uh, yeah, Bismillah. So uh SubhanAllah, bro, the voiceover was killing me the whole time, but message received nonetheless, alhamdulillah. That's exactly what we believe as as Muslims. We believe that the Quran and our salah are are protective essentially. He, she described it as a dome, but uh, we know it's a protection against the jinn. And when she does what she does, she's working with the jinn. She's working with the shayateen. She's she's trying to get you to you know either do haram or to get the jinn to enter you and basically promote haram with you within you. Hmm. And when you look at certain things, I don't know if it's a hadith, but Islamically we know there are certain things that increase the likelihood of being possessed by a jinn. One is when you are obviously in a state of constant sin. And you're not remembering Allah Subhanahu wa Taala. Um, but more specifically, when you're doing things like you know zina from promiscuous things um like i don't want to use the term but you know doing that one actions haram a lot um you're more vulnerable to it when you're in that state when you're very angry when you're very sad when you're in a very emotionally volatile state that makes it more easy and what mm. islam does like with the ayah i mentioned before puts you in a state of contentment a state of um a state of taqwa when you're remembering allah constantly yes so of course
0: it's going to be hard for them correct bro brother john asks uh can someone explain the jinn um so we we did a lot of videos bro we got you know abu ibrahim husnain who was a uh, definitely a learned one when it comes to that who's a friend of uh, tim humble and we went into jinn seher uh ain evil eye hasad all that type of stuff so you know you can you guys can watch that if you want a little bit more info on that but before we go on i got the definition pulled up of agregor Basically, it's an occult concept representing a non-physical entity that arises from the collective thoughts of a distinct group of people. Historically, the concept referred to angelic beings or watchers and the specific rituals and practices associated with them.
1: Okay, so basically she has no explanation for what's going on. So she's making things up. Basically, we're protected by Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. She can't explain it. So she's using the term agrobor. Congratulations. Like.
0: <laughs> Subhanallah. Time. I mean, I see. I see where they're coming from, bro. Because without understanding one thing, you're gonna have a theory or a model to depict it in some other way.
6: That's why it is very difficult to work to make any kind of influence on a true Muslim believer.
5: Is this some kind of a good egregore?
6: Well, for them, yes. This egregore is good for adepts who contribute good energy to it. How do
5: you sense it? For instance, you have found an energy trace of such person. What's next? Do you try to drag him somehow to visualize this threat and you fail? Or how do you do that?
6: It disappears. I cannot get a grip on it. I focus on it, but something immediately knocks me out of the flow, just like that. Or I visualize a person in front of me clearly and can affect him even at a mental level, but some image is not created in my mind at all. I even look at a photo, reproduce an image, but it vanishes from my mind. Thus, I can clearly see that a person is covered with something.
5: Does this only work with Muslims?
6: It does for me. Nowadays, there are very few people among Christians who truly believe. Even those who write in their comments that God is in the soul, that they are all faithful believers, but in reality they are not. Even most often they write that all this is a sin, but then ask in a private message how to make a robin spell. Such cases also happen. A robin
5: spell? A robin spell. What is It
6: It means pulling off luck or some benefits, beauty, money, success. In other words, pulling off something good from another person. There is shifting when we dump some crap on someone else, and there is pulling when we take something good from another person.
5: Jeanne, could you please tell us if there are people to whom you cannot connect or influence them by various magic methods in any way?
6: There are such people. If there is ritual protection on a person, it's not even possible to connect through cards. If someone has put ritual protection over him or if an entity is in a person's service, it is also difficult to do that. It happens that a person has a strong ancestral protection. He has a powerful, prosperous, rich kin from generation to generation. And even looking at the cards, you cannot read information from him. He is covered as impenetrable. It happens.
5: You touched upon an interesting point, that when a person experiences strong emotion, he opens up, to the invisible world. But what if a person diligently works on himself, controls himself, and doesn't even allow any of the low qualities to manifest? Mm-hmm. Does it mean that he belongs to a category of people to whom it's impossible to do anything by means of magic rituals?
6: Nothing is impossible. There are difficulties. There are points that you've mentioned where it would be difficult to work with such a person. It would take a lot of manipulation to break his will. This is energy consuming and not every practitioner will be breaking through that door for so long. Someone will just say, hell with it, he doesn't give in. There are such cases.
5: Is it possible that he would never give in?
1: Mm. I mean, I mentioned emotion first unless you she mentioned uh, emotion in, in, in that way. Um, SubhanAllah. Uh, I had a point and I forgot it. But what do you guys think?
2: <laughs> it's so think weird, it's crazy.
0: It is crazy. It's not surprising, though, is it? No, of course not. It's not surprising. Um, you shouldn't it's surprising that she shouldn't come She would come out
1: and talk about it. That's what's surprising. That she would actually come out and talk about it like this. I don't think mm-hmm. they're allowed to do that, to be honest. Um, subhanallah. But um, yeah. At the end of the day. People are gonna, you know, not believe this, so we're not gonna use it to give dawa with our religion and, and tell people that. Oh, look at this magician! She can't mm. tell the Muslims come to Islam? So at the end of the day, it's it's all like ghaib. It's all unseen, anyways, and and none mm. of that really is important for the for the dawa. Uh, the reason we're watching yeah. it is for the affirmation of Muslims to remind them that this is something that's very real. She described. She literally described hasad, right? She mm. described hasad. Hasad is when you're so envious of someone. Not only do you want what they have but you don't want them to have it right mm. so and she mentioned that that there's like a a, a pulling type a type where like you take something away from someone and a pushing type where you kind of throw something on someone but why does this matter it doesn't because Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says in the Quran that nothing will strike a person except if Allah wills right that's mm. what we know Right? I can't think of the ayah exactly, but Allah tells us that nothing will basically befall a person unless Allah wills. So mm. if these people are plotting against you and whatever, if something happens only because Allah allowed it to, and if something doesn't it happen, it's because Allah ta'ala did not allow it to. At the end of the mm. day, that's all that matters. These, these people, they're, these shayateen they're going to they're gonna end up in the hellfire. They're going to end up in the hellfire. The humans in the jinn, they're going to cry, they're going to burn, they're going to scream, because they know what they're doing. She knows what she's doing. Imagine being this person who can't touch Muslims when working with the devil. And doesn't come to the conclusion, oh, maybe they're on the truth. Maybe I should hop over there on their side and be on the good side.
0: Yeah. I, it. I mean, bro. And and that's the thing, bro. Like, I want to I wanna kind of agree with you uh, on what you were going to say about um, that these things are are not just uh, the answer. You know, like when someone looks at it and says, oh, you know what? Uh, a sorcerer or a magician can't influence Muslims. Therefore, you know, give doubt with this. And I agree with that. But these things are iman boosters. And I'm sure you you guys agree with that, you know. When you look at a lot of these books that were mentioned, you know, a lot of occult books, don't want to get too into detail, you know, because this is a live stream, this is not edited, can't really bleep anything out. But when you look into a lot of these books and and rituals and how to attract the jinn, how they, these sahirs, these magicians do call upon the jinn, a lot of the things that they do is desecrating the Quran, desecrating the name of Allah and really doing immoral, vile things, bro, including things that are major sins, um such as the lg tv electronics uh movement you know and a lot of these things that they do are very obvious to be sentenced bro um even people that have taken psychedelics and again don't take this we're not saying take psychedelics you know a lot of ways to connect to Allah we made a whole video on that but people that take psychedelics and they understand their energy very well you know what a lot of them do Is they say that they understand their self and their spirit and things that damage their soul. And then when they come into Islam, they're like, oh, you know what? All these things that were haram actually damage my soul. All these things that are not haram and and are beneficial for us, they they help me feel better in my soul. You know, so again, you can take these things word for word as as we're instructed by Islam. Or you can go out and, and kind of learn the hard way. But we don't we don't recommend that, obviously, you know.
6: Give in. There are such cases.
5: Is it possible that he will never give in? Did you have such cases in your practice?
6: I had, once. There was a man who didn't give in at all. He felt a strong impact, but didn't give in.
5: Were you personally acquainted with him, or did you get his photo, roughly speaking? No,
6: how to say, it was in order, but I met this person once. That man was an athlete, very hard-tempered, and he had self-control, a really tough one. Athletes and military men may have such a temper. His willpower was at such a level that it was very difficult to work with him, even through evil spirits. In the end, I refused.
5: Self-control at the level of emotions, right?
6: Yes, discipline, self-control, the man controlled and distinguished his thoughts from alien ones. Hazes had no effect on him, he was fully aware. Such people are very difficult to work with. There are such people indeed.
5: What do you mean by the word awareness?
6: When a person understands that something is wrong with him, that he goes against his principles, let's say he will never cheat on his wife, He has the principle that if there is one, then it's forever. I attach an entity that pushes him, you should cheat, you should sleep with that female client. And his principles definitely take over. That's what awareness is about. A person doesn't succumb to any provocations that are imposed on him and intended to break his will.
5: But if someone is already attached to him, can this these principles not be of his own?
6: That's exactly where awareness comes in. You realize, how come these principles not be mine my whole life? You
5: mean, who am I, right? Right.
6: I lived my whole life with this. Where do these thoughts come from? When a person begins to turn on such a protective element, he immediately weakens the effect of an entity or a haze.
5: A protective element is a search for oneself, isn't it? Yes,
6: it means to be on. You know, it's like hypnosis. When they begin to put us into hypnosis, But we catch this moment and start reciting a poem in our mind, for example. We thus immediately interrupt the state of induced hypnosis. The same is true when working with magic. When a person begins to realize that something is wrong with him, delve into himself, try to control his emotions and follow his principles. It is very difficult to work with him.
0: And that is it, bro. That is it.
2: Did y'all notice the, the interviewer? Like his face. Like there there was a part of him that like was like, Is this really is this real? And then there's another part that's just like basically soiling himself.
0: <laughs> 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 Someone wrote a lying witch. Is she lying or is she telling the truth about her deception? Who knows? You know, and at well, the well,
2: end it's no. all these I people. Safe. Huh? I said, so may Allah keep us safe from this. I mean, bro.
1: I mean, I mean. Amin. yeah. Again, you know, Yanni, we don't, we don't need anything from her. Who cares? You know, she's another person and she ends up in the hellfire. Like, well, خلاص, why, why do we care? what She has to say anyways, you know, may Allah guide it to Islam and get her to stop doing what she's doing. But, you know, she sees how, if this is true, she sees how protected Muslims are. And uh, she's not going to make the logical connection that you know, maybe I should go over there. Stop doing what I'm doing. Um, and I, if what she's saying is true, she doesn't even understand it, bro. She doesn't even understand it herself. She doesn't know about jinn. Why is she not talking about jinn? Or is she purposely trying to leave things out? Or she's she just making things up? Allahu alam. We don't know who the heck this lady is. Um, honestly, I don't think it, it matters you know, what this lady says. And it shouldn't really be much of a, an iman booster for anyone. What should be an iman booster is just Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala telling us about these things and the Prophet wasallam telling us to protect ourselves from them and giving us the solution on how to protect yourself from it. So the solution is Rokia Sharia, read what I've been told, Surah Al-Fatiha, Ayatul Al-Kursi, the last three surahs of the Quran, Qul um, Allahu uh, ahad, Qul awudu al falak, and Qul awudu birabbil nas, three times each uh, in
0: uh, Fajr and Asr, sorry, Fajr and in Asr, inshaAllah. Inshallah, Brother Ubaid, Rays Jamal Mubarak brothers, I love you all for the sake of Allah. May Allah reward you for everything you do. You Habib. all inspire me more than you know. Habib. May Allah bless you. May Allah elevate you. Amen. Hi, right, boys. I said we wrap up this stream right now. Not much else to say. Inshallah, guys. Make sure you tune in Sunday. Inshallah, day after tomorrow, Sunday at 12 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. That's 5 p.m. you can... 5 p.m uk time that will be the next time that we go live inshallah. and tuesday tuesday we're going live with alidawa insha'Allah uh same time 12 p.m eastern Standard time and keep your eyes up for a debate next week that's all i'm gonna say leave it at that
1: all right and with that being said allahumma atina fil dunya hasana wa fil al hasana wa kina nar assalamu alaykum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh